All right, the light is red. I guess that means I'm live. I'm live on LinkedIn. I'm live on LinkedIn with uh, a, somebody I hadn't talked to in years for a while, <laughs> who's doing some really interesting things, Kate Bradley Chernis. She is the founder and CEO of Lately.com, or is it? It's try Lately. TryLately.com, but the company is Lately. So uh, Kate, thank you for joining me. Hey, Brent, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm you so know, it, <laughs> I, I, I should send a shout out to Alan Berkson too because Alan, yes. he was the person who initially connected me to you. So, uh, you, you, Alan, you did good once, you know. You know, you know, Alan was the first um, person I ever talked to lately about outside of my own team. The very, very first really? pitch we ever made. Yep. Wow. Five, five years ago. Yep. That is pretty amazing. He has that <laughs> distinction. He was he was tentative for a few years there, which he should have been. <laughs> then we won him over. <laughs> All right. So tell us a little bit of your personal background and then we'll jump into what you're doing with lately. Um, yeah, thank you. Well, so in another life, Brent, I was um I was a rock and roll DJ. <laughs> Did I tell you that? <laughs> no. See, I'm a, I was an old school hip hop DJ, so that just Yes. <laughs> you knew there was something I liked about you. That's amazing. <laughs> totally. Well, so um, my last gig was broadcasting to 20 million listeners a day for XM Satellite Radio. Nice. Yeah. So my often my husband, he's like, why don't I get the nice voice? That's my nice voice. <laughs> <laughs> what, what voice does he get? <laughs> he gets the nasal, like, <laughs> move it voice. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, the, the do stuff voice. Yeah, the do stuff voice. Yeah, yeah. I, I saved this voice for um, really when I I'm at the bank and I want a bigger loan. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Investors sometimes that voice. <laughs> there you go. There it is. All uh, right. But but yeah, and then um, you know, sort of jumped to a few years later, I was um suddenly a marketing agency owner, and I was working on a Walmart project. Was my first my first real big project. Yeah. So, um, that's kind of where like the lately story starts. Right. So, um, you got to stop me too, because you know, Yammer, like DJ <laughs> affliction over here. That's good for when you're talking, you know, to somebody. <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> All right. So, um, well, so the Walmart project was interesting because it was a unique co collaboration between Walmart and United Way Worldwide and the National Disability Institute. And then they were partnered with the IRS and Bank of America and AT&T. And then they had all their franchises involved. And then there were just tens of thousands of small and medium businesses and nonprofits. So a real mixed bag of, of players. And um, the reason was because there was this piece of software called My Free Taxes that helped, um, the, the goal was to help lift the poor out of poverty through income tax credits and financial empowerment education. So like, you know, good cause, great cause, a lot of people wanted to play. And we needed to figure out how to get them all to market it together. So I sat back after a couple of weeks, I, I went to my contact and I was like, hey, I made a spreadsheet for me because my own brain is like exploding over this madness. And I showed it to her and she was like, oh my God. And that's the system that we ended up using, which got us 130% ROI year over year for three years. There it is. There yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, what was so interesting, Brent, about that was um, I uncovered a, a secret, which is a, 
everyone hates writing. (laughs) 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 And B, marketers hate writing. (laughs) Mm, Right. What? This is mind blowing. It was, (laughs) (laughs) and they're really bad at it. Um, So yeah, when I when I saw that, and they were, you know, the team was often hiring outside sources, consultants like me, to do the writing, um, and then it would collect dust, right? So you have long form content. We've all had this happen. We've worked somewhere where there is a blog or a press release or a newsletter, and like maybe there's one shout out about it check out my blog or something vapid like that. And then nothing happens and it's just this huge waste. Um, And then the other challenge they had was just disseminating the the marketing content out to everyone, a huge number of people in a way where they could then customize it themselves for their own audiences, which which was different. So that was challenging. Um, And then social, this is 10 years ago. So social just, you know, became like a thing. (laughs) And, you know, the approval process with Walmart was of course a nightmare um, and no one also wanted to write the content. So I just thought, well, I'm going to take this blog and I'm going to take all these awesome sentences in the blog. I'm going to make them into social posts, link back to the product. I'm going to reuse this blog that was otherwise collecting dust and Walmart approved it quickly because they already did. And then I created a playbook to disseminate it uh, with a standardized way of like localizing it for your audience. So that's how we all got that that number, the 130% ROI. But it's the idea of a rising tide lifts all vote, boats. And like, I I love this because, you know, we have a lot of same friends in common who operate this way in their lives, right? So it's a human uh, condition. It's a beautiful human condition to, to want to lift the boats around you with your own rising tide, right? Um, and that's what the friends we have in common have done with me and with Lately. Um, it's my karmic duty to pass it on to um, other other female entrepreneurs I know, but um, it's the idea of to, together we're stronger, right? It's it's so pure, um, but it translates not to just your family and friends and your social life, but to your business life too. Okay, so what exactly is lately? Right. So <laughs> lately gives individuals and businesses the power to do what I did for Walmart way faster and way cheaper. So it's like having a pistol that's really a rocket launcher type of idea. Um, So you can take any um, blog, any video, any podcast, a news article that was written about your company, like maybe some PR, and paste the URL into Lately's artificial intelligence, push a button, you could add a few hashtags if you wanted to. And what the AI does is it instantly goes out and it examines the last year of every um, social post you've ever published on any of your channels that you have connected to us. And it's looking for the most compelling uh, engaging posts, the highest engaging posts. And it's looking for the keywords that have appeared there in those posts. And it's building a writing model based on your writing that resonates the best with your customers. And then it pulls the quotes of of what it's ingested from your blog, for example, um, out into social posts with the short link on the end and the hashtags and anything else you like. So what kind of think of it like a little movie trailer mm-hmm. to the larger components, but on often you're getting like three dozen social posts because there's going to be some incredible sentences wow. that either somebody said or somebody wrote. Each like a, a little taste of what's to come if you were to click it. 
Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. It, it, it sounds like it'll save a lot of time too. And also it's sort of like, I guess the AI part, because when we first talked, that really wasn't a component. So how is AI you know, not only change what you do, but change kind of your approach to, to doing what you do? Yeah, you know, it's funny that the wonderful part about, again, being a human, but also being a startup entrepreneur is the ability to iterate and learn. And, you know, when we had first met, I didn't know how to describe what we did. It was really hard to, you know, fit us um, in that hole. And wait, I just got lost. What was the second part of your question? <laughs> So, so yeah, how has it changed what you oh, do? It changed. Thank you. Sorry, human. Um, <laughs> so one thing that's changed is certainly the way that we understand um, what resonates with our customers. So that was the biggest one. I mean, Lately is actually a very robust platform that does way more automatically in the background so that once you have this beautiful content generated by the AI, you want to do stuff with it. And so it's our job to, to give you that ability. Um, but but we used to sell that part first and not the AI. Mm, <laughs> like wow. we, we, yeah. So like it's a strange kind of way that we had to flip it. Um, and that was just really by watching like what did our customers, you know, get into the most and then also just connecting the story. Um, so we learned like how to demo the product in uh, a certain series of ways where then you'd go, oh, oh, oh. So like multiple ahas. Um, which is super valuable. Um, and then to really also understand what the biggest pain point was. Like, you know, we thought time saving would be the biggest pain point because like that seems obvious. Who doesn't want more time? And then money saving seemed like a big, you know, big point as well. But it turns out these days we're all so saturated with many things that make our lives better that time saving, money saving becomes expected. Um, but the writing, <laughs> that's a pain point that no one's solving. Wow. Right. Okay. Yeah. So how do you measure the success of the, the, the person gives you a blog post, you create, uh, use your AI to kind of find the right words and sentences to pull out and then put those in display in different social pieces. How do you measure success around Is this little piece that I'm pulling out, get in front of the right audience and the right audience is actually doing what we'd like them to do. Yeah. Um, so that's the smartest question, of course, is like, well, you know, what are the results? So we do measure um, how, for us, we're looking behind the scenes at how often our customers are auto-generating content mm -hmm. and then how often they're actually publishing that content and then how well that's performing um, and, and, you know, taking note of that database. Um, we use ourselves often as, I mean, we dog food our own product, if you guys have heard of that term. <laughs> I mean, we, we drink our own champagne, right? Um, so I'll talk about us because I can do that um, publicly <laughs> with license. Um, so for <laughs> us, for example, <laughs> um, we believe in 100% organic content and the power of organic. We don't do any paid ads. As many of you know, um, a lot of social media outlets have been pressing down the reach of paid ads. So we were like, let's just do what we know how to do best. And I get a lot of inbound. I, I get a great, great uh, bunch of interviews like this because of my charming personality. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we auto-generate all that press. So for example, um, 
we might take a recording of this podcast, we'll put it through the auto generator, and in just a few seconds, we'll get, let's just say 60 social posts, it's probably likely. And the goal of the AI is to then start you at third base and for a human, which we love the humans, to come <laughs> in and get it to home home plate, right? So that's the one plus one, whoops, where's my mirror? One plus one equals three equation. There we go. Um, there it is. <laughs> yeah, mirror. Um, so the way it works for us, for example, is with those, let's say 50 posts we get, I would pop in and just spend a few extra minutes humanizing them, maybe putting my voice on, making sure that it's everything is looking awesome from what the AI gives me. And then we like to stagger all 50 posts at out over time. So what I would do, Brent, was I would um, actually probably tag you in most of those posts, maybe half of them. But if I broadcast them every day for a week, you would be like, dude, you are annoying me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not retweeting this content. But if I spread it out once every three weeks over the next few months, we're both going to get a lot of long tail traffic. Mm. And so if you're doing this often and stockpiling your whole calendar in this way, right, it's like, it's the new evergreen. Um, and for us, it translates to a 50% trial to sale conversion. So those are the results we're looking at. Okay. And the reason is, is because the, the leads are already warm by the time we get to them, right? So what we look at is who's liking our content, who's commenting and who's retweeting it, and what are those people like? So we don't do any cold emailing or cold calling because if you're already participating in my, in my audience in some way, you like me, you know something about me, that hurdle is already, you know, cut in half for me, right? Um, and so that's a, we, again, we've like really putting that stake in the stand, like organic is the winner. And the reason is, is because these relationships, right? You're, you know me, you've got some idea when my team member approaches you, it's just a much different um, kind of conversation there. So we actually encourage and train our own customers on the same model. Um, mm by request. <laughs> um, so we do free courses every week. Um, I join those once a week because, you know, I'm a CEO. I get those uh, emails. Yeah, you should come to the ones I do. They're, they're really good. I promise. I just like the way that you call yourself Kate Lee from Lately. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm busted. <laughs> you oh, can be friendly. Oh, uh, yeah. I've been called that before. Uh, <laughs> you got fans because uh, there's well, let's see. There's Chris Bro. You know Chris, Chris Bro? He goes, woo and who. Hello, Caitly. Hey there, Chris. Love you. <laughs> Lauren Toro. Hey, Brent. Hey, Caitly. These are my people. Yes, your peeps. Uh, Katie Jordan, start you at third base and you, the human, comes in to take it home. Yep. That's so good. That's awesome. And one of my boys, one of my buddies, Kenny Lauer. Uh, he says, hey, Brent, it's Kenny. Yeah, I know. It's hey, Kenny. Kenny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Kenny says, AI can absolutely replace the human. Maybe not lately, but it's absolutely possible. Uh, interesting. We don't want to replace humans, though, do we? I mean, you not know. Not in marketing, though, Brent. I mean, um, or do you mind if I jump in on that one? Like, Go ahead. The, re <laughs> the reason is, is because um, of emotion, right? So 
this is so powerful and people dismiss it. Like the whole reason salespeople like to go and make the sale in person is because they know there's such a higher value of conversion. If you're actually talking to a human, there's that empathy, sympathy, it all happens in that moment, right? Um, and so if you remove the human from the situation, you, you won't get that. A, ro a robot just doesn't do that at all. Um, so that's why you want them collaborating together. And the thing is, is it's so much more powerful, right? Like it's not one plus one equals two, one plus one equals three with these two components, right? Yes, absolutely. And uh, yeah, Kenny, he is a big AI, virtual reality, augmented reality guy. And he used to be the uh, the guy who ran like uh, marketing and digital experience for the Golden State Warriors. So Oh, awesome. So am I putting my foot in my mouth? <laughs> no, but you'll be able to, I think you'll be able to meet him because he will be at the AXS Summit with you uh, in a couple of weeks. All right. And, and also, Katie, give me a shout out because apparently I said her name right. Awesome. C-A-D-I, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good job. <laughs> oh, listen. Oh, Kenny. Ken, I'm going to have to get Kenny involved in these uh, at some point. Kenny says, AI will be able to deliver emotion and empathy, not a robot a human AR personality. I know there are a couple of companies that are working on some of that stuff. I know uh, Pega, Pega Systems, they actually uh, put into their customer engagement platform something called an empathy advisor. Oh, uh, wow. Early days for that. But let me ask you, so do you think you will be able to include empathy into your AI layer to not only create the post, but to put the feeling, the human emotion into the post as well? Is that something that you can see coming? Yeah, um, softball city, Brent. So of course, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, so, I mean, this is the exciting part, right? So we're, we're focused on AI creative writing, which is a blue ocean kind of field. And just to lay it out for you a little bit. So right now, Lately extracts short form content, i.e. social posts, from long form content, i.e blogs, videos, podcasts. Now, down the road, that short form content will take other forms, text messaging, sales chats, emails, even blogs themselves, right? Um, but once we extract the short form from the long form, we're then able to enhance that content. Whoops, where's my mirror? Enhance. There you go. Um, <laughs> and so one of the ways we enhance now is with the keyword weighting, which is what we've been touching on. Mm -hmm. um, we're also able to enhance with tone of voice, so um, we worked with Anheuser-Busch and Bev over the summer and we ingested 10,000 pieces of content from one of their brands, so one, one brand voice, into our AI brain. And at the end of the experiment, we were able to push a button and lately was able to create content from scratch in the brand voice and it was damn good and wow. emotional. So, yeah. so it's not just about ingesting content finding the the snippets and pushing them out. Now you're talking about generating the content in addition to that. Yeah, it just needs that baseline of information, right? So those 10,000 posts is what it was learning from. Um, and what it inspired us to do, by the way, um, and, to, and I'd love to know what Kenny thinks about this. So our customers constantly were asking us, well, so Kate, how do you do it? Like, this is why I give us free courses. How does Lately do it? We want to write like Lately. And so we thought, well, let's take what we've learned with our ABM pro embed project and let's turn that model on ourselves. So right now we're taking all 40,000 social posts that Lately, Kately has published, and we're running that through the AI brain so that we can then use that as the um, 
gold standard to recommend to our customers um, and, and kind of create different learning sets. So now one of them, as we move on, will be mood. <laughs> so <laughs> if you wanted funny posts, just click <laughs> a button, right? <laughs> um, you need to work on like, uh, creating a like a Samuel L. Jackson voice for delivery. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you've made a fan out of Kenny, and he says he can't uh, wait to meet you. Great. And, yeah, so uh, you guys you. are going to have a great conversation when you both get down to Atlanta. This is great stuff. I'd love it. So uh, what other thing should people know about lately that I haven't asked you and you haven't been able to tell you because I didn't ask you yet? <laughs> um, thank you. So I think the the thing that we're very excited about is the that rocket launcher idea, right? So it comes in two ways with us. Um, well, two main ways. One is the idea of creating a variety of high quality content. So so quantity and quality, because we know both. And I just want to hit this on the head real quick before I tell you the other thing. Um, so one of my favorite marketing adages, Brent, is um, goes like this, not marketing is like winking in the dark. Get it? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. How would you know if you're winking? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So like, unfortunately, a lot of people, um, even marketers don't understand that quite yet. So if you're going to broadcast one time on LinkedIn or Twitter, for example, the chances of me seeing it are very slim. You still need that quantity, but then you need the quality and the variety as well, right? So this is the problem lately is solving. Um, but then, of course, we all have the second area of problem of needing to be everywhere at once. And that's not just for like single influencers like yourself who need to like, you know, rock their brand um, or friends like Brian Kramer, for example, or Dan Gingas. I think, you know, a lot of these guys. Oh, yeah. um, and it's not only a problem for small businesses, um, but it's a bit problem for larger companies as well. Like how do we get to be everywhere all at once? Um, so lately created a syndication capability like what I did for Walmart. So that there's a, we call it parent child. So a parent account can be connected to multiple children and then boss them around and they like it. <laughs> and so auto-generated content from like a CEO's podcast, for example, sprinkling it out to the um, child accounts that could be social sales teams. They could be franchises like local banks who have a different audience locally. They could be employee advocates. So people who want to like rah-rah the company, which nowadays everyone's being asked to do. Yep. I make my own team do it <laughs> as evidenced by they're, some of the they're on right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> there's, they're the best. Um, but so This is like the idea of not a rising tide lifting all boats, but a tsunami, right? Nice. Well, and I'm in the middle of a, it seems like a tsunami here because it's been raining for last 24 hours. Okay. Uh, Katie said, said I should ask you about Netflix. Oh, yeah, she loves this. So thank you, Katie. Good, good call. Um, so one of the things that we've learned to your point earlier about how to better really describe what we're doing is to give ourselves a little more credit for what we're, we're doing. Um, me personally, by the way, um, this is a, a typical thing I've learned from other female entrepreneurs, but it's like a, a weird Achilles heel. Um, so what Lately's AI does, and this is really important for folks to understand, it's not just automation, it's artificial intelligence that really learns what works. So the same way Netflix learned what we all wanted to watch and then use that data to recommend relevant content to you. 
and then used that data to create original content like the crown mm -hmm. that's now the most watched on its platform, right? Because the AI learns what works and that's what Lately does as well with words. Katie, that was a great way to, to make sure you give the boss the cue to talk about this. She's that good. good. That was really good <laughs> Thank stuff. You. Uh, and I also hear that uh, congratulations are in order. You just uh, graduated from something. Why don't you tell us about that? Oh, thanks, Brent. Yeah, I'm so proud. Um, we were um, we qualified to um, be a member of the Launch Accelerator, which is Jason Calacanis's. Um, accelerator in San Francisco. Jason is an incredible uh, angel investor, um, my investor now and, and mentor. And it was 12 weeks where every single week is a mini demo day to eight to 10 venture capitalists, right? Which is wow. no small feat. I mean, you're on stage doing your shaking your thing, right? Doing the show. <laughs> um, and um, and then you get meetings from there. And so we graduated um, from that. The last day was last Thursday. I won on Thursday. Congratulations. It feels super good. Yeah. Um, and then my birthday was the Thursday before, which I completely milked the heck out of that. I was like. <laughs> I'm sure that's why they, you know, you won. Because that was your birthday. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it was so fun. But, um, you know, it's really I'm so proud of I'm I'm proud of my team, of course. I mean, they're pretty incredible because I I had to abandon them basically for three weeks to go to San Francisco to finish this thing up. And not only did they ride, they they flew the plane spectacularly, right? Um, but it also taught me to be proud of myself. I, it just sounds so weird to say that, um, but I can I I can brag about the things that I've done. Um, more concisely and with more confidence and or at all than I was doing before. And that matters a lot, um, not only for your investors, Brent, but like for your team, for the team to hear me say like, I took our burn from 100K to 10K and doubled our sales in spite of that and wow. made relationships with SAP and AB and Bev and NBC and Gary V. Uh, I did that. You know? You did. <laughs> it's hard to say cool. that. But you know, <laughs> It's, I, I was telling you before we started streaming there that I had a chance to talk to Layla Seka and and she just joined an organization that is, you know, geared towards getting uh, women and underrepresented minorities more involved in the venture capital process. Tell me, you know, give me your experiences. You're a, a founding CEO of a hot startup. You're a female. And it's AI startups. That's even hotter. So what, what, what has been your experience in this whole process? Has, has it been what you were expected? Has it been more difficult? Has it been less difficult? Tell us a little bit about your journey on that area. Um, yeah, thanks for asking. I mean, you you get punched in the face almost every day, to be honest with you. And it can come as a shock often. Um, but you, you, you do get numb to it um, because there's things... It's just so out of your control. Um, the biggest thing that I learned this year, especially, was that the overwhelm feeling wasn't going away. The list of to dos and all the things that had to be done, like immediately yesterday on fire, um, was never going to go away. And I needed to change my perception of those things. So I did something that people have been telling me to do for years. And I was like, are you kidding? I don't have time for this, which mm -hmm. is meditating. <laughs> really? Okay. 
Yeah. So, and the difference has been for me actually life changing because the the stuff is the punches in the face. All this, all of these emergencies, they're coming all the time. Like looking at the bank account, ah, you know, and and <laughs> having the pressure of, you know, making sure my team is is happy and good, and my my investors and myself. Um, but none of the outside stuff is going to change. So I had to be able to, to learn how to change the inside inside stuff, and. Um, it's, I've been trying to give that gift to as many other entrepreneurs as I possibly can, um, because we all suffer from this. And like most of the entrepreneurs that I know like to suffer alone. I mean, there's a reason we do this, this thing, um, and you sign up for it, right? So like, there's nothing that I regret any punch in the face that I've had, I would take again, honestly, gladly, um, because it's what, you know, has gotten us here. But I'm also, I choose this ride because the highs are so high. I mean, mm -hmm. the lows are so low, <laughs> right? Um, so right. I think like knowing that's the case and that's what you're signing up for, um, I can't wait to write the book. It's going to be amazing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so what would you tell uh, an aspiring tech entrepreneur, female tech entrepreneur, based on all the things that you've gone through? What would be like your most key piece of information you could provide. You know, what's so funny is another female entrepreneur asked me this recently and she'd been asking um, a bunch of guys also, and the guys all said the same thing, which is don't do it. Really? <laughs> yeah. And then um, I can't even remember my answer at the moment. I have to think about it, but I think it was, um, oh, I know what it was. It was so cliche, but it's so true, which is um, uh, you have to, you really have to be yourself. And, and I'll give you an example of what, what that means to me. Um, when I first started this journey, I thought, you know, I'm going to these big fancy offices in New York City. I'm a Vermont girl, right? And I put on, um, actually, I put on something today, which I, I learned to wear, but I don't like wearing, which is a jacket, because it's not my nature. Um, but I would put on my jacket and my dress and my heels, like I thought I had to dress like a banker, you know, <laughs> and then I was polite and all these things. Oh, no, you had to be polite too. I mean, yeah, the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's not what this game is about. This game is about, especially in our early stages, which we still are, is, you know, the investors and the customers are investing in you and your mm -hmm. personality. And I swear like a sailor, I mean, in real life, <laughs> I, um, I'm not polished. I'm, I'm happy to embarrass myself. And I, I mean, I put both feet in my mouth often. Um, and as soon as I started to celebrate that and, uh, people were investing in it, to be honest with you. And it's the voice that we use to market the company. Um, so that's all very calculated. Um, and it took me, in fact, one of my, Marat was one of our investors from another accelerator is the person who gave me this advice. And other people tell you to be yourself all the time, right? Your parents have told that a million times, but somehow like it just clicked that day. And I stopped being, trying to be polished. <laughs> I mean, I'm just not. And <laughs> everything changed. Um, and it honestly, with me too, it, it made me able to have more sincere conversations, right? So um, with the women I know, it's so hard because you want to be yourself, but at the same time, you have to do, you have to play this game. And the game, excuse my French, but the game is like, who's got the biggest balls? This is the game. All right. And you have to, yours have to be bigger because you're the woman, to be honest with you. Right. Wow. And what does that mean? Like, for me, it means you don't ever say, I think. 
you say, I know, mm. right? That's one, one little tip I learned, or I always speak the loudest, even if it's going to hurt the mic and make them jump a little bit, you know, pay attention to me. Damn it. <laughs> nice. And you got to have the damn it. Yeah, that's like the period exclamation point. You do. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and anyway, so if, I, I also just want to like hug those ladies, whoever you are. Uh, sorry to be all fluffy on you, but like this shizzle is hard and you should give yourself some credit. You have, whoever you are, you have major balls for even dreaming the dream you're dreaming. Is it additionally, is it just so much harder because you're in that tech male dominated field and, and it seems like if you're not, the prototype you get overlooked or you just get, you're just made to look like you're not even there. Yeah. I mean, it's for sure. It's, it's part of it. Like it's annoying because it's definitely there and you have to acknowledge that it's there and you have to work harder to overcome it. But if you pay attention to it, then it weakens you, you know, and you can't be a whiner and you can't discredit yourself based on how other people perceive you. Hmm. And, and, I find it mostly very effing annoying. I just find it annoying and in my way and frustrating. Um, oftentimes I don't even recognize that's what's happening. I've had other women have to point it out for me. I'm like, Oh, argh. you know, <laughs> okay. Right. That's so stupid. Um, but the, one of the things that Calacanis loves to talk about is dunking, meaning like, like, so just show them up and then you're going to dunk on them later. And I have to say, um, that feels really super good. It might be childish, but I, I love it. So that just makes me want to be that much more awesome. And, and, and I think I posted something on LinkedIn a couple of days ago, our friend Steve Dotto had done a, a, an interview with us with a little while ago. And so one of our auto generated pieces came up and I shared it and I just added a new component and I started it with the word naysayer. Um, turns out the word naysayer shoots up on LinkedIn, like no tomorrow. <laughs> so really? like our, our AI started recognizing it as a really good word for us. Um, and I had said something like naysayers told you so, cause what Steve had said was uh, now I'm with lately's AI, I'm, I'm now writing like better than I ever had before or something like that. And I know it sounds a little bit invictive, but that, that victory is sweet. Like, <laughs> like, I feel like that's the title of my book. Naysayers beware. <laughs> And I'm just curious when you dunk on them, do you have a dunk face that you throw down? <laughs> yeah, you man. Know? Yeah, you got to have that mean mug as you hang on the rim, you know? There it is. That's cool stuff. Tell me your dunk face, Brent. You got one? Let me see. Uh, see, I've never been able to dunk. So, you know, I, <laughs> if I ever if I ever dunk, my dunk face would be like, I did it. I, mean, you know, like, I don't think that's the same thing, you know? Yours like, I did it. Yeah, you know. You know what? On that note, I want you to know, like the first um, demo day I ever did, um, five, four or three years ago, I guess it was now, um, at the end. So I, I did it and I come off the stage and I literally jumped up like a little girl and I said, I did it, <laughs> <laughs> which is not what I do now. Now it's I, more I like, to yeah. say, <laughs> might not want to do that now, but that's okay. <laughs> but inside, that's the voice, right? There that's it is. The voice. Yeah. Inside yeah. where it really counts. That's, you know. 100%. This has been a lot of fun. What, tell people where they could go and learn more about all the things that you're doing. 
Thank you so much, Brent. I am super stoked to hug you um, in Atlanta um, soon. So um, anyone can always reach me personally at kate at trylately.com and lately is trylately.com. Um, Kenny, can't wait to talk to you especially. <laughs> um, and thank you so much. Uh, when you say hug, just know, have you ever met Paul Greenberg before? No, I've only, we've only Zoomed. Okay. What am well, I in for? That's you know he is the the chief hugger Excellent. or the hugger in residence or whatever. <laughs> but just be ready because he will be there and he will hug you first meeting. I will wear stretchy clothing for that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for taking time out today. I know you are busy. You just got back from San Francisco. I don't know. You might just be going back there. I don't know. <laughs> But we appreciate you taking the time and uh, good luck with everything. And this is, I'm, I'm really, this is some cool stuff. I'm really interested in what you're doing. Thanks, Brent. Love you. All right. See you. All right. Wait a minute. There. All right. Now we're done.